the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Saints of God, our Father desires to have a close, intimate relationship with those of us who are His children. But unfortunately, many of us who are His children don't take Him up on that opportunity to increase our intimacy with Him. Although the opportunity is there, most Christians don't have and enjoy the intimate relationship with God that He wants to have with them. Brothers and sisters, there are pathways that we can take and should take to increase our intimacy with God. If we don't know what they are, then we should hurry up and learn what they are and take them so that we can have and enjoy that increased intimacy with God that He desires to have with you and me. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. James chapter 4. Here's the invitation that God is extending to me and you. He's saying, come draw nigh to me, and there's something else I also want you to do. James chapter 4, verse 7, it reads, Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Of course, that's the extent, invitation that's been extended to me and you, to draw closer to God. Praise God. But he also told us something else right after that. And that's cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. We've been finding out, praise God, that as we draw closer to the Lord, if we're going to walk with the Lord, then we've got to walk like the Lord. Because if you're going to walk with the Lord, you've got to walk like the Lord. You can't walk with the Lord walking like Satan. You've got to walk with the Lord walking like God, like, like, like the Lord. Does anybody hear me? Because remember, Satan fell from God's grace. Praise God. Why? Because he wanted his iniquity was found on him. And he wanted to do something other than what it is that God intended for him. Well, that's how Adam fell too. Because Satan got him to do the same thing too. And that's to want something other than what God wanted him to want and do something other than what he should do. And as a result of that, he fell just like he did. And then because he fell, we did too. Because he was the, 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 the father in terms of the natural, corporal, and seminal of mankind theological stuff, corporal and seminal of mankind, praise God. And as a result of that, every one of us that was birthed into this world was birthed into Adam's sin. That is, every one of us except for one, he came in another way. His name is Jesus. And he came in and delivered us from that, praise God, and allowed us to be able to get into and entered into the family of God so that we can now live out this thing just like he did too. Praise God. But there's something that he still needs us to do. And that's he needs us to cleanse our hands and he needs us to end 
our double-mindedness. Because many of us are still double-minded about whether we should or should not do what it is that we're supposed to do, whether we should or should not do. He said, why hold ye between two opinions? If the Lord is God, then serve him. And if Baal is God, serve him. Well, come let me help you. Baal ain't God, so don't serve him. Praise God. You serve him every time you do what he wants you to do. You serve him whenever you follow the suggestions that he gives to you. You serve him whenever you live out the training that he trained you while you was in this world system before you were delivered from God. But after we've been delivered from God, we stop serving him by, by, by stop doing what it is that we were doing before. We found out last time we got together, praise God, that if we're going to walk this thing out, then we're going to walk this thing out not doing what we did before. Because we found out if we try to do what we did before, then we just like some old dog that's returning to his vomit. Praise God. Or some, some clean sow that's going back into the mud. But we don't do that. If that suggestion comes to us, it falls like a thud. Because we ain't picking that one up and we ain't doing that one. We know if God sent his son to die for us, to deliver us from that, then why in the world would we go back to that? We would not do <coughs> we, we would not go back to that, blessed be the name of the Lord, but we'll continue to move forward into what God has in store for us. Yes, we will. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because we found out that the same way that dog vomits up stuff, he gets it out of him because it's, it's going to hurt him. It's going to harm him. It's going to weaken him. And it's going to cause him to live less of a life than he's supposed to live. And God delivered that mess from you because so, it was going to hurt you and harm you and cause you to live less of a life than you were supposed to live. But we're supposed to have more sense than that dog because that dog will go back and eat it up. But we ain't dogs. We hoyos. We children of the most high God. So we know that if it came up, we're going to leave it out. Praise God. Amen. We're going to go try to lick it back up again and get back involved in that foolishness again. That's nasty. And we ain't nasty. We've been cleansed by the word of God. Our sins have been washed away. We've been redeemed. And because we've been redeemed, it's time for us to live out a redeemed life and live out the fullness of the life that God has in store for me and you. And plus that, we love God. And because of that, we're not going to re-entangle ourselves again with this yoke of bondage. But we're going to continue to move forward in what God has in store for us, getting better and better and living more and more sinless each and every day of our lives. Turn to Psalms number 41. It's time to have some fun. Psalm number 41. See, when we, God's children I'm talking about, sin, we are actually sinning against God himself. When we, God's children, sin, we're actually sinning against God himself. I think that's one of the reasons why it's not difficult for some folk to sin. Because they really don't understand what they do when they sin. Because if you understood what you did with you sin, and you wouldn't be double-minded about this one. You stop. Cease. Halt. Shut it down. Turn around and turn all that mess down. And start moving forward into what God has in store for you like he's supposed to. Psalms number 41. Let's start reading verse 4. This kind of songs they used to sing back there. They used to sing stuff like stanza number 4. I said, Lord be merciful unto me. Heal my soul. For I have sinned against thee. Lord be merciful to me. I thank God he's been merciful to us. We did not get what we deserved. Praise God. And because he was merciful, he also extended grace into the middle of our lives to make sure we get what we don't deserve. Praise God. We don't deserve the type of life that it is that he wants to offer me and you. We don't deserve that type of a life, but that's just what we got to do. We're going to live that life out because God's extending it to me and you. But look what he said. Stanza number four. Heal my soul. 
Why you need your soul healed, young man? For I have sinned against thee. Heal my soul. Why you need to be your soul healed, young man? Because I have sinned against thee. That's powerful. Because that lets you know every time you make a decision to sin against God, it's because your soul needs healing. Something's wrong with it. It's sick. It's broken. It's not operating like it's supposed to. Because if that brain in your head was operating the way that God designed it to, you never, ever, ever do those things that you choose to do. So if you did it, it's because you need your soul healed. But I know a healer. Praise God that can heal it. That's who he's calling out to. He's saying, Lord, heal my soul. See, the remedy of our sinning is the healing of our soul. The remedy of our healing of our sinning is the is the healing of our soul. That's good news. Because that means we won't be trying and struggling to stop do stuff. We won't be trying and struggling. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Oh, I did it again. I'm not ever gonna do it again. But oh, I did it again. I'm not going to do it again. Oh, I'm not going to do it again. Well, maybe I just need to stay away from you. I mean, ooh. And then you run into another one and you do the same thing with them too. Y'all don't know nothing about what I'm talking about, do you? Praise God. Amen. And the reason why you can turn from that one to that one is because you never turned in this one. Because the healing of your soul is the remedy for sin. Now, before I go any further, can I put a pause button right here? Pause button, please, God. Remember, the sin I'm talking about is both sins of omission and sins of commission. I'm not talking about just what you did that you shouldn't have ought to did. I'm talking about what you didn't do that God told you to do, which is equally sin, even though you might not think it that way. It's just as much sin when God says do something and you don't do it as it is when he tells you to don't do something and you do do something. So the sins I'm talking about is the ones both of omission and commission. So I, it ain't, I ain't doing nothing. That might be where your problem is. Praise God, because God might have told you to do something that you still ain't doing it too. And it's just as bad if you would have laid down some floozy or some scuzz like you wasn't supposed to. Is anybody hearing me over here? Pause button off. Praise God. The remedy of, of our sinning is the healing of our soul. And if our soul gets healed, then we'll conduct ourselves like we're supposed to. That word heal right there, I like that, means to mend together by stitching. To mend together, the, the premise is by stitching. You know, kind of like it is that, you know, I used, we used to play ball a lot, praise God, when I was coming up. Praise God, we used to play a lot of ball, praise God. And, 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 and anybody that say basketball is not a contact sport ain't never played it. Praise God, amen. It's a contact sport, especially if you was a guard that wasn't scared to go down low with the big fellas and stuff like that. Because many times you go down low with the big fellas, you came back with more than just two points. You came back with a gash upside your head. Praise God. Hallelujah. But see, back then, you should just keep on playing. Praise God. You just go get you a couple of banana uh, 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 bandages and stuff like that and just hold it up, hold it together and just go back to playing. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. But then later on, you'd have to go get stitches. Because you have to be mended back together properly. Because if it's not mended back together properly, it would have reopened itself back up again. Praise God and begin to start going through the same thing again. It wouldn't heal like it's supposed to. We see, a lot of us that got gashes all up in our brain. <laughs> that God said, I need to stitch together. I thank God he's a surgeon, though. Praise God, because our God is a surgeon. He is the great physician. And he'll be able to send a word on the inside of you that can mend that thing back together like it's supposed to. Because a lot of us got crevices all up in our head that was never supposed to be in our head. We got gaps all up in there. Praise God. Gaps in our thinking. 
Praise God, where the, inf- where, where the information was supposed to go, jump from here to here. So it's, uh, should I do it and then it jump over the norm? I shouldn't do it. But there's a gap right there, so it, it just can't make that jump. Praise God. And so we still keep wondering whether we should. God said, I want to end your double-mindedness by starting to stitch up some of this stuff up in your head and put it back together so you can do what I said. Figuratively, it means to cure. God wants to cure our souls. I remember I used to hear this saying all the time, long time ago when I was growing up, that God saves the sin-sick soul. Praise God. And I remember I used to just smile about that. Praise God. I listen to old folks say that. Praise God. And then I got saved and learned a little few things, and I found out once again they knew what they was talking about. Praise God. Because the soul is sin-sick. The soul is sin-sick. Pastor, I'm born again. That's your spirit. But your soul has to be renewed. Are you listening to me? Which means that you can be, you can be perfect as a, as a person, as an entity. Because you are a spirit that lives in a body that possesses a soul. But your soul can be sin sick. That's why you're still doing sick stuff. Pause button. Once again, I'm only saying you because it flow off my tongue easier and I get a rhythm like that. I'm not talking about you because I already know you ain't doing that. Praise God. So I say you I ain't talking about you. I'm just saying you because it flow easy. Keep me flowing and stuff like that. So let me be me. All right. You. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> you. Your soul still sick. <laughs> it's, it, 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 it's, it, it, it's, it's diseased. It's got, it's, got a, it's, got, it's got a virus that's causing it to be able to conduct itself in ways that it ought not do. But I thank God that God's a healer and he'll come and cure our soul. Figuratively, I said it means cure. But it also translates repair because God needs to repair our souls. Our soul is broken. It's broken. That's why we think wrong because it's broken. It don't work like it's supposed to. Our soul was designed to be able to help us stay in communicato with this natural world. We as a spirit can be able to remain in communication with this natural world. And it's supposed to respond in such a way where it always does what it is that God wants us to do. Because the spirit, praise God, is attached to the soul. Soul is attached to the spirit that allows the spirit to be able to then be able to do what it wants to do. Communicate it to the natural body so that the body carries it out and, and does what it is that it's supposed to do. But the only thing is, is our body is the one that seems like it's controlled because it's telling our soul what to do and that's because our soul needs repairing because it needs to be fixed, praise God. Praise God, so it can only do what it is that God wants us to do. Now your body say you want to do something, your spirit say I want to do what God said do, but now which one need, no one got to make a decision as to what it's going to do and that's where the soul comes in. It's to make a decision whether we're going to follow God or not follow God, whether we're going to follow God or follow the flesh, follow God or follow our feelings, follow, 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 which one we're going to do. Praise God. That's where your soul comes in. And if your soul is broken, then you'll make the wrong decision to do something that you ought not do. Thank God for the repairman. Are you listening to me? Praise God. Hallelujah. God is Mr. Fix-It. And he can go in and fix that soul so it operates like it's supposed to. And it also translates, make whole. Make whole. Because see, a lot of our souls are not whole. They're not, praise God. Pieces is missing. You know how we've been giving people a piece of our mind and giving people a piece of our mind. <laughs> God needs to restore it because there's some pieces missing that ought to be up in there. Praise God. God wants to make our soul whole. Why? So that we can stop messing up. Heal my soul for I have sinned against thee. 
I have sinned against thee. Why? Because when we, God's children, when we actually sin, when we sin, we're actually sinning against God himself. It takes a sick soul to do something against God. It takes a sick soul to do something against God prior to being born again because the Bible says it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of an angry God. It's a fearful thing that you don't even want to be caught up in God's wrath. You can't handle it. Are you listening to me up in here? But that's pre-born again. Now let's switch over to born again. Now that we're born again because God has done so much for us. Because he's been so good to us. Who, what kind of fool would bite the hand that did what it is that he did for us? What kind of person? Praise God when it's getting a little chilly out there. Praise God a little cold out there and stuff like that. Would argue against the person that's giving them free housing. When that person could throw you out. That's somebody that ain't thinking right. Does that make sense? Can I, let me go back to my other one. Y'all don't want to work with that one. Praise God. If, 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 if God's been so good to us, and he has, and he has treated us so well, and he has, and he keeps on keeping on coming through for me and you, and he does, why would we mess up anything that's got to do with him and mess up the fellowship we have with him too? That's crazy. So it's sending on both sides, which means our soul needs healing. Turn up Psalms number 51, please. Psalms number 51. That's a bad decision that we make. Anytime we make a decision to do something outside of what God said do. For any reason that you come up with that don't match what God said to you. But I got good news. God can heal our sin sick soul. Psalms number 51. Let's start reading a stanza number three. Here David recognizes that every sin that he sinned was actually a sin against God himself. He said in verse in stanza number three, for I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is ever before me against thee, thee only have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight that thou mightest be justified when thou speakest and be clear when thou judgest. I sinned against you and you alone. See, David recognized that every sin that he sinned was actually a sin against God. See, a lot of us think, well, I ain't hurting nobody. That's not what God thinks. I ain't really affecting nobody. I'm an adult. You know, when you hit a certain age, you can just do stupid stuff and don't get, it don't count against you. Hey, Amen. Remember when you used to get whooped when you was a little child, you used to do stuff, praise God, because you were looking at magazines or watching movies that was way past your age limit, praise God. Y'all didn't get whooped for stuff like that, praise God. Amen. Or you get to, or you didn't get caught. Is that what it was? Praise God. Amen. Remember back then, and that's why you was hiding stuff, because you know that, you know, you weren't supposed to be looking at stuff like that. But ain't it interesting, after you pass a certain age, now it's okay to be stupid. If it wasn't okay for kids, it's not okay for you, Julios, because you're still God's kid. Are you listening to me? And God's still trying to protect you from certain things, trying to make sure you don't see certain things, experience certain things, deal with certain things. No matter how grown you get, you're still his child. Hallelujah. Like I'm privileged to have three grown children now. Praise God. Privileged. We were successfully adults. Praise God. We got them all the way up to grown now. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise God. <laughs> he got them all the way there. Hallelujah. But I don't care how old they get, they still my children. I don't care how much fuzz they got in different places, they still my children. Is anybody hearing me up in here? And I don't have to talk to them like an adult. 
because I'm still the adult in the room. Is anybody hearing me up here? I don't care how age they get. And I don't care how old you get in the things of God. You still God's child. Everything they do wrong, it still reflects on me. Everything that they do wrong, it still reflects on me. The good they do is with them. The evil they do points back to me. Y'all not hearing me up in here. When they doing good things, don't nobody say, well, the pastor, he must have did a good job raising them. They don't say that. When they do something bad, they'd be like, well, what would you do? I'm telling the truth up in here. And everything that you do is a sin against God. Everything you do is a sin against God. They know where I just, this was just me and them. You a lie. It was you, them, and God. So you might as well ask him before you hook up with that skank again to be able to see whether he liked that. Ask him, is this skank okay? Is this one okay to be able to go against your commandments? Ask him. I know this is a cute skank. Is it okay for me to turn away from your commandments with this one? Since I'm no jack you in your name anyway, I might as well ask you. Hey, I'm trying. Praise God. <laughs> I'm trying. David recognized this, that every sin that he sinned was actually a sin against God. Turn to Jeremiah chapter 14. And I'm believing that the body of Christ is going to begin to realize that every sin that they sin is a sin against God. God takes it personal. See, I take it personal when my children do well. I'll be like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And I take it personal when they don't. I didn't teach you that. Where you get that from? I ain't, I ain't raised you like that. Where you get that from? That ain't what I taught you. That ain't how I raised you. That ain't what it is that I put on the inside of you. Is anybody hearing me up in here? And that's how your father be speaking from heaven too. I didn't raise you like that. I didn't save you for that. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing that one of the many things that God wants us to do is to increase the intimacy that exists between Him and me and you. I hope that you're not only seeing that that's what He wants us to do, but that we should do what it is that we need to do to increase the intimacy between God and me and you like He wants us to do. Otherwise, we'll miss the chance of a lifetime to be in an intimate relationship with the most awesome, powerful, amazing entity of all time. An opportunity that we definitely don't want to blow. We should do everything we can do to learn how to do and then do what we learn to do to become more intimate with the God who loves and saves me and you. That's what I'm going to do, and I hope you do the same thing too. If you want to hit a message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Passing Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Passing Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645. Saturday afternoons at 4.30 and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. 
We'll pick you up and to the church and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. And don't forget, we invite all the brothers in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Breakfast of Champions men's breakfast tomorrow morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast that the sisters from Word of Faith prepare for the brothers of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my brothers that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too. With a powerful word from God, just for the brothers, that's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late, that's if you want to play. Child care is provided at no charge. Later on, VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on through and bring a couple brothers with you when you do. I guarantee that you'll be blessed and they will too. And don't forget, saints, make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. There's absolutely no substitute for being in church, fellowshipping with other believers, and worshiping God in the house of God. I believe every born-again believer should say what the psalmist said when he said, I was glad when he said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. So if you can be in church on Sunday, then be in church on Sunday. You'll be blessed when you do, I guarantee you. And to all of you who've been a blessing to us by sending words of encouragement by letter or email to us, sharing with us that you're being blessed by the messages and that you're praying for us, I want to say to all of you, thank you. And to all of you who've been so kind to send financial offerings in support of our ministry, we want to say to all of you from the bottom of our heart, thank you. You blessed us in ways that we never asked and or expected you to do. The Bible says, God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he so reap. Well, since all of you have been such a tremendous blessing to all of us, writing words of encouragement to us, praying for us, and even sending financial support to us, we know that God's not going to be mocked concerning you. God's going to do for each and every one of you what he said in his word that he would do. That is, he's going to make sure you reap what you sow. So, we thank God in advance for all the blessings that we know are coming your way because of your being the blessing that you've been to all of us in each and every way. May God richly bless all of you for blessing us as we endeavor to do what God has called us to do, that is be a blessing to a blessed people like you. So once again, thank you for being a blessing. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 